Hey everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live. It's the 5th of May. And if you have a phone, stay right there because we're gonna be talking about the 10 subjectively best concerts in the history of mankind, according to one website. And you have to stay right there because it's the 5th of May. We're gonna celebrate all the things that happen on the 5th of May. Uh, Real Brave, if you didn't know already, is a music school and we have an amazing program online. We use something called PracticePad, Real Brave, powered by PracticePad, help you learn with an instructor, live one-to-one -one lessons, and uh, honestly, you need to sign up today, or shame on you. Also, if you are a fan of two people talking about music, that's what this, this, this. <laughs> then you should check out uh, some other some, things. Something else. You should stay here. Don't move. Do not move. Smash that like button. Get notified every single week about this show where we talk about music every single week. And today, again, we're talking about the 10 subjectively best concerts ever. We have a special guest interview as well with a young man who won our Reels concert, first ever, I mean, no, sorry, TikTok concert. That's right. And uh, Kevin, it's a big day today. It is on Real Brave Live. What kind of instrument you got there? This is a, this is a five string guitar. Um, and it's built with a snare drum instead of a guitar. A lot of people call it a banjo. A banjo. Yeah. And uh, what kind of music is played with a with a banjo? Um, usually like soul, R and B, a lot of hip hop, um, polka. Actually, polka, yeah. Polka. Um, but more traditionally, bluegrass. That polka album come out yet? Um, no, it's still in production. Where there's a lot of a lot of animosity between me and the tuba player. Both of them. If you like banjo music, please hit that like button, smash it uh, there with a sledgehammer, and uh, make sure that you get those reminders about when the Real Brave Live is on every single week, Wednesdays. Uh, today we're talking about the 10 kind of best concerts ever, according to one person. Yeah. And uh, you have some beef with this list, Kevin, from I mean, uh, getgigit, <laughs> right? Get .com? Getgigit.com. I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I typically have beef with just like every every list. Do you have a better idea for a show? Uh, no. Okay, well, let's <laughs> continue <taken>. with this. <laughs> How about best socks ever? Uh, best socks go to me. These are hot dog socks. I think I got them in line. There's Impulse Buy at Marshalls. I don't know if we can see those, Maddie. Yeah, that's... Great. Yeah, so these are dancing hot dogs. <laughs> that's the stupidest thing yep. I've ever seen. Congratulations to you. Number 10. Arcade Fire, best kept secrets festival. I've never seen Arcade Fire play live, but they are the darlings of indie rock, disgustingly just loved by every single person that has uh, a computer and then writes words on a website. They do have uh, a tremendous following. They do, they do. Um, and rightfully so, they're, they're, they're all solid musicians. Um, I like their music. And that's all I can really say about them. It's not like, wow, for me. It's like, just like, oh, cool. The best kept secret <laughs> is the biggest alternative music festival in the Netherlands. It's held in Ikea. Is that right? Nope. Oh. Focusing primarily on guitar. That is Ikea from Sweden or the, the Netherlands? It's a Swedish company. Right, sorry. Hence the meatballs. Um, focusing primarily on guitar-led indie and rock, but with helpings of uh, meatballs and electronic festival boasts. Yep. Okay. It's like a, a, a like a, a gravy as opposed to like a salt, like a marinara sauce. Right, meatballs. It's, it's like a brown. I didn't know Arcade Fire was from Canada. That Not explains a lot. Yeah, I didn't know that either. 
That explains a lot. You know who else is from Canada? Isn't Nickelback from Canada? Justin Bieber, Celine Dion. Drake. Drake? Drake's from Canada? Yeah. Okay. Drake gets a pass, maybe. It's on the Canadian show Degrassi. Degrassi. Actually, I don't know nothing about Drake. I know like nothing about any of them. I was, however, on Clubhouse recently, and I saw Justin, Justin Bieber was on, and I was like, eh, let me just see what's going on in this room. Got in, and there was not, he didn't talk about anything. He talked about his album. He had a couple people that helped him produce the album on the panel, okay. and the whole thing, no joke. Have you ever been on Clubhouse, people talking? It was this, brah, brah. Bruh. Bruh, this album, Yo, man. bruh. I was in the studio. Yeah, just bruh. Lit up, bruh. It was great. It was great. Yeah. It was the whole thing. Um, they have won multiple awards for the... I, I, I don't, I've never seen this ever in the history of mankind. Like, I've never seen... I've never heard the, of the show. I listen to a ton of music. Best Kept Secret I Festival? Actually, I've seen them live. No, but this is the 10 best concerts ever. And yeah. I've never seen this concert ever. Well, it's a very well kept secret. It, one might say it's the best kept secret. Usually, if if it's a it's one of the greatest concerts ever, you've seen a clip a, a clip of it, you've heard a snippet, you've heard the live performance. I've never seen a it live performance in this. Comes to again, what? How do we qualify? How do we qualitate the word best? Like best by what measure? Best by best performance there, biggest crowd size, uh, best pyrotechnics, yeah. lights. I would assume music. <laughs> Unless their their shows, Money. they have eleven musicians playing guitar, drums, bass guitar, piano, violin, viola, cello, double bass, xylophone, glockenspiel, spiel, uh, keyboard, synthesizer, same thing, French horn, accordion, harp, mandolin, and whatever the hell a hurdy gurdy is. A hurdy gurdy is like one of those. It's like a keyboard that like you crank. Okay. I think, or it's one of these. Good notes, Maddie. Yeah, it's it's a cranky one. You crank it. Cranky. With like a like you would use to start a car. A cranky hurdy gurdy. Right. So that's number ten. Any thoughts on that? Because I have zero. No. All right. Number nine. Um, <laughs> Jay Z and Kanye West, which is, that had to be amazing. Yeah. Paris. Watching the uh, Watch the Throne tour, uh, 2012. That had to be very entertaining. In the 10 years leading up to Watch the Throne, the two rap gods helped uh, push each other over, uh, cre creatively, bringing out the best in each other's work. I'm, I believe that. Uh, the hip-hop entrepreneur and rap uh, rebel together on tour. Jay-Z and Kanye West know how to throw a party. Kanye West, now, he was like Jay-Z's, or I guess is or was Jay-Z's protege. Okay. Yeah. Right? So, like... Not really anymore, obviously. Yeah. But. I mean, because it's... Because there's like a, a line of succession, right? It was like Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre begat Jay-Z, who begat yeah. Kanye. Who, there's actually a song about that. Is that right? Yeah, called Big Brothers, about Big Brothers, Big Brothers. See, I knew that. And, okay, yeah. I knew that. That's why I brought it up. Uh, their hit single, <laughs> People in Paris, uh, gets the people going. Sure does. Uh, people has been that word has been. I put that word in there. Yeah. We all know the song. It's it's uh, men, other people, people in Paris. Okay. In fact, every <laughs> show of the tour ended with the song being performed multiple times in a row. A third record uh, number of times, eleven times. What? Multiple times in a row with a third record of eleven times for almost fifteen minutes straight. See now, here comes my beef. Where else in Paris, of course? 
why, 11 times in a row. Yeah, why a, the same at, song 11 times in a row? That's what the repeat button on your CD player is for. So you heard, so, so that, that's what made the concert great. <sighs> See. Maybe they did it differently every time. I mean, there are renditions of Hey Jude where the na 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 part goes on for like 15 minutes. People could have beef with a, a certain band from Vermont that, that play 25 minute rambling solos. Yeah, but yeah, but it was all, it was, there were, it was all like original, like it was made up on the spot. It was improvised. Do we know anything about the 11 times in a row song? They just played the song 11 times in a row. They to did it like at other concerts, they did less times in a row, and then they were like, we're gonna do the most songs in a row. Like the most- that just One song, so the most times in a row at a concert that people pay for, by the way. Like, I mean, it's Kanye, what would you expect? I, I have a problem with that. I, I mean, listen. I just think that's really funny. It is funny. In 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 the Good summer note. of 2019 or 18, I forget what year it was, the band The Fish from Vermont. No, I don't know who they are. They went to Madison Square Garden. They played 13 straight nights and did not repeat a single song. Okay, but they repeated a, a number of choruses for many, many times. Probably. As, as the song's forms called for, yeah. All right, but maybe they did a little bit more. Maybe this is a, a take on... They played 400 different songs in 13 <laughs> nights. They called it the Baker's Dozen Tour, and they handed out free donuts at every, at That's every show. That's actually really nice. That's yeah. really nice of them. And they were all different themed. So, like, there was, like, the... Uh, there was the, the, the chocolate theme. Yeah. There was the chocolate donut, and they opened that show with, uh, you remember the song Chocolate Rain? No. That was, like, viral. Chocolate Rain. Oh, yeah. They did a cover of that. That's actually funny. They did Cinnamon. They did a Cinnamon Donut where they played uh, Cinnamon Girl, Neil Young, um, others. It's too bad you're not a fan of this band. Yeah. It's, Number know, eight. Take them or leave them. Daft Punk. Right. Alive at Coachella, mm -hmm. 2006. Mm -hmm. uh, th I have three of these, top, the, the, the bottom three in this list, um, number eight, I, I still don't know. I haven't seen any, a thing from any of these. Um, took place on April 29, 2006 at Coachella Valley. Coachella is in one place, all right? Every single year? Yeah, India. Yeah, all right. And uh, Coachella is like, um, or I, in, in my perception of it, it's like the affluent folks go. Yeah, don't, don't like the, the Kardashians go to that? Yeah, it's like one of those things. Keeping up with the? Like rich folk go to like, Party with their like yeah. with their white claws. White claw. This show is sponsored by White Claw. It is. When you got the claw, you're above the law, <laughs> unless you do something. Crazy. So according to this website, the music itself was impeccable, a well-blended medley of their greatest hits and back catalog. Uh, the legends traversed their entire discography seamlessly in a wide-ranging set, and its core stood the structure of human after all anchoring all their music together and putting it all in a devised context. Yeah, so I don't know much about uh, EDM. Death Punk is a good band. Or, or, or I like DJing, them. but I know that there is a skill that goes into it. And I know that there is a skill that goes into arranging um, a set of songs in such a way where they seem to fit together uh, very seamlessly. Yeah. So for something like that to occur, yeah, I, 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 there's, there's, some, there's some water there. That holds water. Is that the expression? I don't know. 
Uh, Coachella viewers witnessing it for the first time watch as the visual sleuths, good wording, mm. behind the scenes slowly unveiled the grandiose capabilities of the stage they designed. This is written by someone that loves to write about music. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, it's like, you know, when describing music, people that describe music with words just use, it's almost like they're talking about food. Oh, yeah. It's like when you go to a restaurant and your food gets cold while you take pictures of it for Instagram kind of thing. Yeah. Every person that's taken a picture of food on Instagram or Facebook, it's never looked appetizing to me. It looks like brains every single time. I don't know why they do it. It's, a, it's all about the lighting. I'd never, I've never seen someone take a picture check, of their food. Like, why gram. don't they just eat the food? You gotta check my gram. I'm, I, I uh, stop. I'm talking about you. Oh, oh, <laughs> you just directed at me. <laughs> oh, okay, just, it was subtle and now it's a uh, direct attack. <laughs> this, uh, is, this is a direct attack on you. Fair enough, but joke's on you because we eat brains. Uh, you do. Mm. It's a delicacy in some countries, Yummy. I think. I'm going to move on to number seven, sure. to the Prince, oh, okay. Mr. Prince. The Prince, the artist formerly known as Prince. So they picked a time when he played a festival. Um, yeah, I was going to aren't there more famous, like Paisley Park, isn't that a more fam famous Prince performance? Than I think the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nice. Well done. Well yeah. Said. Well said. The Rock and Roll Roll of Rame. You shouldn't have tried twice. Uh, the when he played <laughs> While My Guitar Gently Weeps is by far my favorite Prince. With Tom Petty. With Tom and Petty. Clapton, I think. He right? just schooled everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And destroyed it. But um, yeah, this is a festival which I can't pronounce. Can you pronounce it? The Shibizbid? The Ziegit. Thank you. Festival, festival. in? Obadai Ziegit, Budapest, Hungary. Hungary. The Zigit Festival is one of the largest music and cultural festivals in Europe. Apparently, there's festivals outside of America. Um, I was as an American, I strongly object to that. I don't believe it. I think that that's uh, ridiculous. It's not, there's nothing more anti-American than anybody having a good time outside of America. Uh, I prepared a thing for this one. What's that? Purple rain, purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. Oh, Prince played 28 songs, including eight covers. Thank you. And um, <laughs> I can't really find anything that's special about uh, any of Anything that I just said or anything what you just did? Um, Prince was uh, a master songwriter and guitarist and singer. He was um, amazing. Not a, not a whole lot else can be said about Prince other than that we miss him. He might have turned over in his grave a little bit just now. Uh, to hear it better. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, yeah. So that he can haunt me more effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Next on the list. Okay, so number six, Foo Fighters uh, <laughs> at uh, Hyde Park, 2006. I kind of heard about this. Okay, yeah. Dave Grohl, uh, amazing performer, formerly, keeping the rock alive. Formerly from, of uh, Nirvana, where he got his start as the drummer. I've heard, I've heard of that little band, Nirvana. Mm -hmm. And um, they played the hits, but yes. also um, I've never heard of his side project, Probot. Probot? Probiotics? 
This is interesting. I didn't know this that this existed. No, I didn't know. I'm going to find out right now actually. Yeah. Can't play it, but I can I can look it up. Yeah. Probot. Probot. Um, ah. Professional robot. Huh. So yeah, it's a side it's a side project of him. But he's got a bunch of like features on here like Lemmy, Jack Black. Very interesting. I really want to play it, but I can't. Thanks. Zuckerberg. I probably could. What label are they on? Ooh, that's a good question. Maybe probably it's, a label. It's it is Dave Grohl. Yeah. They do have ninety thousand monthly. Yeah, it's probably something. Yeah, best to not. It's best to not do it, right? Uh, well, I had an idea, mm. by the way, before we go, before I start reading. What if? Because Maddie, unfortunately, is going to be uh, leaving the show soon. Unfortunately? Yeah. Are you going to college? Yeah. She's going to college. That's unfortunate for me. That's we, might, we, for we might have to interview her. <laughs> but um, no. we might have a one or, one or two week hiatus. What if we did an experiment? Okay. What if we, like, I, well, I targeted Mariah Carey. So what if we, like, looped me or you saying Mariah Carey just over and over again for an hour? Okay. And then flashing the um, the picture of the Christmas thing. Right. I wonder if we get muted. I'm fairly certain we would. You think so? We could try it though. I'm I'm down to try it. I want to try it. I feel like without context, yeah, people might. Do that. That's so good. People <laughs> might visit our Facebook page and be like, <laughs> "What is what's going on? What's happening?" Yeah. It's a social experiment because we the last time we talked about Mariah Carey and we flashed her um, that was twice now you said it twice so now if you say it three times her yeah. her apparition will appear <laughs> and ban us from Facebook. It'd just be like two oh, I can't even say it. It's a family show. Um, uh, one last thing about this Hyde Park yeah. show is that uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor from Queen uh, were guest stars on the encore. Oh yeah. Well, I, I have heard about this. I've never heard it, which is the whole point of some, uh, stuff like this. Right. Yeah. Eighty-five thousand uh, eighty-five thousand people attended it. Right. And yeah, Lemmy was it was there too. Are you uh, you like Motorhead at all? Not really. I didn't think so. Number five. He's the guy with the big mustache, right? He's the guy. He's got like a gigantic growth on his face. He's no longer with us. Right. But, um, right, right. That's the guy. Motorhead. Motorhead. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Number five. Beyonce. The Formation World Tour, two thousand sixteen. Uh, Beyonce? Yep. I call her a Lady Bay. Nobody else does, though. <laughs> you coined that? I did. Wow. Yeah, the All Stadium Tour was announced following her guest appearance at Super Bowl uh, 50 halftime show, uh, which every year I never watch. Right. I think, I think the last one I watched was Paul McCartney's. I was like, wow, this is getting bad. Sarah and I were in a diner this past year, and uh, I saw The Weeknd up on the stage, and I was like, who is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> And then I didn't find out until. Who's he's he's just going with the the Grammy thing. He's yeah. not does not want to submit his stuff to the Grammys. He felt like he got snubbed. Well, the I weekend, mean, the weekend's know. no longer uh, happy with the Grammys. Grammys, Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, pick your battles, guy. I don't know. He didn't get. He's felt like he got snubbed. All right. Well, try harder. I don't know. It's all rigged anyway. It is all rigged, and that's what he actually talked about. So he was talking about secret committees that like that make all these rules. Yeah. Tim Same De for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tim the Destroyer. Mm -hmm. And what's the guy's name? John Landau. John Landau. John Landau. John Landau got, got it all 
figured out. Not to be confused with John Lithgow. Yeah, I was thinking it was John Lithgow. John Lithgow from uh, Third Rock from the Sun from and the many, many Broadway and uh, who's movies. in uh, Dexter? Did a, did a guest spot on Dexter. Yeah, so I've never seen anything from this tour. <coughs> uh, this is this I mean, is Beyonce, five. So you got to expect like a lot of you know just lights and show and stuff and a lot of skimpy clothing and yep yep. I, does it say anything about her lip syncing? I don't know, but I have to imagine that with like a lot of the pop shows where they're moving a lot on stage, like it's really hard to control the the pitch and the the volume of your voice if you're bouncing around. I've seen you in your dance troupe. Yep, performing. And it's it's taken hours to perfect that it's art. It's very of hard. Just keeping a very steady pitch and yeah, volume. Apparently, Beyonce does lip sync during live shows. See, like I wouldn't pay to go see that. Why would you pay to go see that? I would. I, and she lip synced during the presidential inauguration. Uh, I have a huge problem with that. That's not what you're paying for. You're so you're basically you're paying for someone to play back what you performed in a studio and then so I can look at your butt. Right, pretty much. And we talked about the same thing, not exactly the same thing, but we talked about the Whitney Houston, the very famous yeah. uh, um, uh, Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. But that was a recording of her, but she was actually singing, but her mic was off. Mm. So it looked like legit. I thought it was um, legit, but it's not. But it's, it's like one of those things, it's like why am I gonna pay to go listen know. to a recording? I think there's so much on the line with we're talking about the 1% of the 1% now of the 1% of people that are successful, the handful of people. You can yeah. pick them all. Right. From the Ariana Grandes to her to I mean, I guess when you get to that band, point, it's like there's so much you, on the line. You have to get it right. Yeah. It's, you, can't, you can't leave anything up to chance. No, you can't be the Red Hot Chili Peppers on a national stage and just sound terrible. Jeez. Do you ever listen? Do yourself a favor. Watch. I mean, I love the, the Chili's, but like live, it's rough. That they performed without being plugged in. For I know, I know, but it's like I, I think at a certain level you need to, to have a, um, I guess a perfection. Now. And there's so much about like going to concerts that I don't enjoy. There's there's a lot of the whole concert experience that I'm not down with in well, my we've, 30s. We've got four more of these. Tell us um, briefly, like just like the lines, the drive, the parking, the, the getting beer spilled on me, the, the stepping in vomit, uh, the, the general rowdiness of the crowd. Like, uh, yeah, I'm still. I'm sort of over it. And um, I'm not going to go pay to endure all that and then watch somebody yeah. fake it. So, so they're going to pay to go there and then watch fish. Yeah. They're not going to fake it. They're going to play live. New stuff, improvised every time. In the Great uh, Went, that's one of their festivals, I think, from 1997. Um, they had, uh, I'm thinking of uh, uh, I'm thinking of Big Cypress, 1999 New Year's Eve festival. They played for 12 hours straight with like some set breaks. Okay. Didn't repeat a song. Were you there? No, no I was nine. And had not yet. You're a disappointment. Yeah. Sorry. You're a disappointment to everybody. Sorry, Fish. Trey Anastasio, if you're watching. By the way, Trey Anastasio is going on tour, like in person. Okay. Saratoga Springs in July. Did you get in touch with him yet? Not yet. His publicist did get back to me, and she said thanks for for this. Really? That was the. the I sent you that. No. Because we did the PowerPoint here. I, th I, I didn't know that she got back to you. Oh, yeah. She said, uh, I bet he'll like this. Okay. 
That's something. I'm gonna follow up, I think. I think you should. Okay. You should be the, the squeaky fish oil. Nice. All right, good. It's good for your heart. Uh, number four, David Bowie, Santa Monica, 1972. Okay. All right, so let's, uh, this is interesting. Um, in the uh, Santa Monica Civic Auditorium, I only say it's as interesting because like, this is something I'm familiar with. And this is number four in this list from getgigit.com as the best concert performances of all time, subjectively. And when uh, Bowie at Ziggy stepped on the Civic stage in fall 1972, he's greeted by flashing strobe lights and the strains of the Walter Carlos's Connecticut version of Beethoven's Ode to Joy. Now, it, in, it's kind of like the Stanley Kubrick thing, right? Is this the first time you went on stage? Ode to Joy? Stanley Kubrick? Beethoven. Stanley Kubrick, 2001, Space Odyssey. That was Hans. No, that was Richard Strauss. No, I think Stanley Kubrick used Ode to Joy and Clockwork Orange, and that's what they're. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't say that loud. But is this the first time uh, Bowie stepped on stage as Ziggy? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Stardust? It might have been. There's a movie out right now, uh, David Bowie. Everybody okay? The whole place fell apart. There's a there's a movie there's a David Bowie movie, movie out. I've, I haven't seen it, but it, it discusses this. The first time he went on stage and why he did that. Uh, he changed his whole persona. Mm, for not the last time either. There was also the Thin White Duke, Aladdin Sane, Jareth the Goblin King from Labyrinth. Okay. So yeah, he's got a lot of different uh, characters. Yeah. Um, his first appearance was 1972. It might have been at that. Yeah, show. I, I'm, I have a feeling it's this one. This is from October 20th, 1972. Hey, fun fact. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, Ziggy Stardust and the the mo the monsters, though something from Mars, Martian Mars Martians, the, the Martian spiders. Or okay. Something? What was it? I don't remember. Um, On the air. So uh, every Halloween, the band Fish from the Vermont, uh, they do a musical costume where they play. Spiders from Mars. My Spiders from Mars, where they play an entire set from another artist. So like they've done the White Album, they've done uh, Dark Side of the Moon, they also did Spiders from Mars. Like you yeah. us. We're just dating ourselves. I guess. Maybe that's a problem. I don't mind dating myself. I take myself out to dinner. Treat myself real good. Take a picture of your food. That's right. P post on Instagram. Looks like brains. Yep. Happens every time. Yeah. Well, uh, David Bowie, if you don't know him, check him out. He's a famous artist, passed away a couple of years ago. Always bringing it down. Mm. And um, yeah, I mean, he transformed his whole look. It's one of the first times that happened where he, he transformed his whole look to, to be somebody else. Yeah. And it was during a time when that was not accepted. Oh yeah, it was very taboo. I mean, David Bowie was already taboo before, before that. He, was, he, was, he turned himself into an androgynous yeah. uh, figure on stage, and yeah. people were like, ooh. Right. Uh, he didn't even play the Ziggy uh, songs in the concert. He used uh, tunes from various albums, which is cool. So apparently, I, I mean, I don't know this one either. I don't. I haven't heard one of these concerts, except for I've heard this next one. Led Zeppelin number three. Led Zeppelin, uh, the uh, Royal Albert Hall. I, I might have heard this, this one. This is a very famous uh, recording. I believe it was also turned into a concert movie. Um, Zeppelin one of the first jam bands. And you can see in their live performances like how they'd have extended versions of like Dazed and Confused that go on for a long yeah. time. Jimmy Page playing the guitar with a violin bow, um, getting all sorts of experimental with it. 
Um, they were they were considered in their time like a hard rock band, but I think in you know in retrospect we might think of them more as like a like a blues band almost. They were considered heavy metal in in the '60s. They were called the uh, well. It was the the large at the time the most the largest and most prestigious gig according to Page himself. Only two years after their first gig, as a band called the New Yardbirds. Mm -hmm. um, Not to be confused with the old Yardbirds that was like Clapton, right? Uh, guy from the Who. Guy from the Who. The Who. Jimmy Page and uh, somebody else. The, this is why we're dating ourselves. This is fifty-one years ago. So the newer stuff maybe is just being gobbled up in in different in different ways. Like, Again, this is a subjective list. This is there's no really uh, Led Zeppelin being number three on a list is is interesting. Um, where the other ones are like seven, eight, nine, and ten, I've never never heard of. Right. Yeah. Or I I kind of remember this. Um, they played for two hours without a break. Yeah. Uh, one of the most celebrated gigs of the musicians' careers. Royal Albert Hall. I like to get to uh, London someday. That'd be nice. Uh, number two, I've actually seen this. Uh, the Radiohead, the Glastonbury Festival, in 1997. Yeah, and there was. Um, this is this is one of those stories in in rock, where it's like everything was going wrong in that show, and Tom York was so mad about it, like speakers not working, uh, stuff blowing up. Uh, general may it was like raining. They were just not having a good time, but it turned out to be a great recording. Yeah, love Radiohead. They I think they debuted Paranoid Android on this one as well as Karma Police. Yep, a lot of stuff from OK Computer. Hundred thousand people. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, well by that time they had released Pablo Honey, and they had released the uh, Benz. The Benz. And they were like gaining notoriety, notoriety as like this is the direction rock is going. This is and this is their next release was going to be the one of the most, if not the most, anticipated albums in music history or modern music history because that's how big they were. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is interesting to listen to, and watch. Um, they they're not an even-tempered band. Um, they're very very intense, and it definitely is a band that. Um, Influenced me on stage. Oh yeah, it's being very, very, very intense. I always stage. thought you had like a Yorkish quality to your voice, a little bit better a bit. diction. <laughs> yeah, more consonants to to your. Yeah, it kind of has like a to yeah, his face that does, just yeah. and the the notes just kind of pile out because yeah. they're just kind of stuffed in the back of his throat and they're like, "Get me out!" But they're so melodic. Like he's got such great pitch that it's like I don't even need to know what you're saying. Like I can just feel what you're saying. You know. Yeah. He's one of my favorite singers. He's he's fantastic. He kind of lost me past couple albums. We've, we've we've talked about what this, Moonshade Pool. You don't like that? I I I think you, he's gotten you more into that kid. A. He sounds like he's fading away. He sounds like he's turning into a ghost. Um, like, like just just giving up on diction. There's no lyrics. There's a ghostly quality, I guess, lately. Um, uh, In Rainbows was an excellent album. I thought. 2004 or 2008, I forget which year. I've tried. Um, 28, 2008. I might have just maybe, there's a couple bands I just have overload on, um, like REM, can't listen to them anymore. Mm. I've tried with Radiohead recently and I just, I, 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 I'll have to do a, I did it with Pearl Jam recently, I got back into it. I might have to try with them. Uh, and number one, 
Big surprise, uh, Fish, the big Cypress New Year's Eve show. Right. Um, this is a huge surprise, Kevin, considering that it's not on the website. Not at all. It's not a surprise at all because, you know what, they're, they're famous. They gained their This is their not fame. even on the website, Kevin. I think this is, this is an egregious uh, act by a, a fan of this band oh. to throw this in here. Number one on this website is actually Queen at Wembley. Oof. Um, well, yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> it's Queen. <laughs> yeah, you inserted fish for Queen? Uh, I, I, you did it on purpose. I did, Shame on you. I don't... This isn't Wikipedia. I can't go in and edit. We gig it. Get gig it. <laughs> Get giggy with it. No, 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 I would have nah. put them as like an honorable mention somewhere on this list. Uh, Maybe I, they had a good show once in a while. Maybe once. Um, definitely every time I've seen them, it was a good show. And how many times is that? That's about 25 or so. It's Which in the realm of Fish fans is low. It's yeah. like, oh, he's like a, like a freshman. Okay. I, I'm, uh, you know. I'm not complaining. I'm just wondering. It's, uh, it's, it's going back to the, to the, the brains for uh, Instagram photos. You know, it's, it's for a band that gained all of their fame through exclusively live shows. They gained a following from playing live. And that's, I think, at, when you break down, you know, music and its value in society, live performance is like, there's no topping that. Like, I'm not gonna lip sync to anything. I'm going to bury my heart and soul. I'm going to improvise on stage. I'm going to let it all hang out and, and hope for the best. So maybe you, the viewer, viewer, singular, can comment below. Do you go to a concert to see someone shake their booty and then listen to the music and shake, the, shake your booty with your friend and not get bogged down in the idea that they're lip syncing? Or do you go to the concert to shake your booty, have a good time with your friend, but listen to live music? Right. Like really, truly live music. What is it? What matters most to you? The experience, the lights, the stage, or the actual music? That's a question for you. Please comment below. My wife is calling me right now. Oh. Let's answer it. Oh, yeah. It's a call-in yeah. show. Yeah, let's do that. It's a call-in show. Hi. Uh, Melissa, thanks. Uh, caller number three. Uh, thanks for calling in today hey, uh, here to at Real Brave Live. Let's yeah, put her on speaker. Yeah. Let's put her on speaker. This is good. This is good. I hope this is not a family emergency. <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, please don't. <clears throat> is everything OK, first of all? Should I, should I put yes. you? Everything's fine? Good question to ask first. Okay, good. Um, Thanks so much for calling in. Thanks for calling in. Where are you caller? calling from, caller? Oh, it's my pleasure. Oh, great. Um, I'm calling from Ringwood, New Jersey. Oh, oh that's good. Uh, how can we, uh, how can, do you have a question oh, for no, uh, one of the panelists here? Uh, I have a question for Dan. Uh, Dan is no longer here. He's been taken over by um, one of the band members from Fish. Yeah. Uh, he's being, um, yeah, yeah, I can pass a message along to him. <laughs> Okay, can you tell him, I'm just wondering if Danny Powers uh, Jr. Jr. has baseball. <laughs> we'll get back to you on that uh, later on. This is an exciting episode. Viewer, yeah. <laughs> let us know in the comments, does Danny Powers Jr. Jr. have baseball today? On his, on, his, on his birth certificate, it actually says Junior Jr. twice. Really? Nope. And we just made that up just now. All right, first? well, since you have nothing uh, musical to say, I'm going to hang up on you. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Okay, Sounds honey. All right, okay. bye-bye. Anyway, we should do more call-ins. We should do some call-ins. That's fun. That <laughs> we open fun. ourselves up to a lot of, uh, of, of vulgarities, I think. <laughs> it's, it's a family show. I, it is a family show. How's my hair doing today? <laughs> it's a family show. Your family called you. So <clears throat> the actual number one is Queen at Wembley 1986. Yep. 
and which is a few months after the, the Live Aid performance. Yeah, the very which my, my personal favorite is the Live Aid performance. I mean, uh, the only thing I didn't like about it was this is so short. Oh, yeah. Well, if you have uh, ADD, I guess it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I, I think the story behind it is the best because they, they got back together. If you watched the movie, I think they did a decent job of the actual story. Like, oh, yeah. it's decent. Um, but yeah, they got back together, they played, and then his stage, his stage persona is, is front and center for how many hundreds of thousands of people? Something like that. Not, not counting people watching live. Yeah, or millions, right, yeah. yeah. So um, exactly 365 days after their world-famous Live Aid gig, Queen returned to Wembley. And uh, yeah, it's, it was basically a longer performance of what you saw live back then. Uh, definitely check out the movie, but that's number one. Queen, not number one, is is Fish. Right. But sorry, Kevin. Honorable mention. No one cares. I mean, whatever. I can't. I can't wait to get you a fish ticket. We're going MSG. MSG 2020. Will two. it be socially distant? Probably not. No. But you can wear a mask. You got you got your vaxes, right? I got my vaxes. You got your first, right? I got my first. I felt fine. My arm was a little sore. Okay. And then uh, bounce back. We're coming back, folks. Yeah. yeah, so that does that. That's what? That's the end of that segment. Um, we, now we have a, a special guest. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> if you're a fan of the show and you're a loyal watcher, you know all about our TikTok concert that took place uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, essentially what it was is our students who, were, uh, who had uh, enrolled um, sent us their best... 30 seconds to a minute of them playing. We provided accompaniment tracks and we uh, mastered the audio and edited the videos and put them all out on our TikTok at Real Brave Inc. They're still there. You can still go check them out. Highly recommend it. The one after a week, uh, one student submission after a week that had received the most likes won the concert. The most likes, comments, and shares. Uh, so it was like a contest and a concert. And um, I got the opportunity to sit down with that student today yesterday, sometime recently, uh, and uh, uh, ask him his thoughts about the big win. And um, here is that interview uh, for you now. And action. Hello. Kenneth, hello. Thanks for joining me today. How are you? Good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. And congratulations, sir. I'm here with Kenneth H. from Queens, and he is the winner of the first ever TikTok concert contest. Kenneth, how does it feel? It feels good. If you could, in a, in a couple words, if you could describe the whole process. You know what, why don't you even start with, who's your instructor? My instructor is Mark Selden. Mark Selden from Queens. He's a cool dude, huh? Yeah. What do you like about Mark? So, he's nice and he does like cool songs. What song did you perform, Kenneth? The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Ah, from the Disney motion picture, The Lion King. Is that correct? Yes. Definitely, definitely cool choice of song. I want to throw some numbers at you to congratulate you on. Your submission received 1,288 plays, 166 likes, 69 comments, and 352 shares. Kenneth, did you know you were so popular? No. How does it feel to be uh, a famous musician now? Uh, it feels great. 
has uh, the all the fame and fortune hasn't gone to your head though. You seem still very humble and and uh, and balanced and down to earth. No, so that's good. It's not going to go to my head. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. So um, yeah, let's let's talk about that that process. So. Well, so who chose this song or how did you guys come to the decision of the lion sleeps tonight? So I already learned like most of the song, if not all of it. And then like we just took some parts of the song and then mashed them together. And then we just made that clip. Yeah, I really liked the way it was arranged. It starts with the melody and then the chords come in the bump, 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 bump. Really cool stuff. Um what did you first think when you saw the finished video? So I thought it was good. Like the editing was cool. Yeah. Uh, I think all of them turned out great. Did, did you expect it to be with other musicians? No, I didn't. So that must've been a pretty cool surprise. Yeah. We had Dallas on guitar and some very handsome bass player. I forget his name, but <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Okay. Have you ever done a Real Brave concert before? No. No, this is your first Real Brave concert, and it was virtual. Did you know that we used to do live concerts? Yes. Really? Okay. Yeah, we, uh, we got the stage, the lights, the sound, everything. Did you know we're doing a live concert in July? Yes. Oh, you did? Okay. You got any big plans for that one? I might do a different song. I might do the same song. You don't know. It's it's hard to decide. You know, you got to give the fans what they want. Sometimes they want new stuff. Sometimes they like the classics. It's all about the adoring public, which we know well on this podcast, Real Brave Live. Um, so do you have anything to say to your adoring fans? Uh, I just want to say thank you for letting me win this concert. Like, it's my first time. First time winner. And I'm surprised, and I won. Well, I'm not surprised. You did great, and, um, you, you know, your, your social media following is something to be envied. I think I have three people following me on my accounts, so good on you. And um, I want to thank you for, uh, for participating in this event. It was a lot of fun to, to, to be a part of it. Yours and all of our uh, concert participants' videos are on our TikTok, at Real Brave Inc. And now you can find them on our reels on Instagram, at Real Brave Inc. as well. Um, it's all there. Um, we're really proud of all of our students. Kenneth, you did great. Um, and uh, that's it, bud. Thanks a lot. Yeah, many more performances will follow. You come like later or something. Great, awesome, fantastic. All right, well, uh, thanks for sitting down for the interview today, and uh, we'll see you on the stage. Bye. Bye bye. And now, without any further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce Kenneth's performance of "The Lion Sleeps Tonight."
great stuff. That's great. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited that, uh, hey, the, the young man won 100 bucks, and he, he played some music. He did. That's about as much as I've made in my whole life in music. Congratulations, you know, buddy. People underestimate how difficult it is on the piano to sync your left and right hand, where you're doing melody and rhythm at the same time. It's, it's, it's really a challenging instrument to learn, but it's definitely worth the effort. I want to say one more thing since we're talking about concerts and it being National Concert Day. And, and we're off mute, just to check, right? Yeah, we're off mute. All right, sorry. We're, we're live. Um, it being National Concert Day yesterday yep. and everything in Cinco de Mayo today, but yesterday was National Concert Day. We do have, as you heard in this interview, live concerts coming back to Real Brave in July. Yeah. Uh, we've got, and we can start actually talking more substantially, substantively about it. Uh, Manhattan, July 16th. New Jersey, July 17th. Queens, July 18th. Yep. And we're very excited about all of that. Yeah, I'm excited too because that's part of uh, the lore here. What we do is uh, perform. And i um, excited to hear that the, the, the governor and the mayor of New York are still fighting yep. about when we're going to reopen. But it sounds like they pushed up the reopening to May 19th, which means that more stuff is going to reopen, which means uh, newsflash, we're going to be really pushing some online content. We've done, we've got this Reels concert that we're doing right now. It's the same thing that we did on TikTok, but we push it to Reels. So go to at Real Brave Inc. Check that out. And, mm. and a little news, we're going to be doing it again. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, look for that in the next couple of weeks because it was a huge success. It was a lot of fun too. Probably had uh, anywhere between 40 and 50,000 different views for all those videos. Mm -hmm. And uh, at least 1,200 to 1,500 comments, many likes, many shares. So it was really uh, great for the kids. And it's just something that we can keep doing here. Plus, we'll have the, the performance in July. And we've talked about doing the instructor band. Yeah, that's exciting, which too. Instructors, anyone watching this, you haven't heard about this yet. But maybe uh, an all-star per location band. The RB All-Stars. Yeah. Or, or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I think that'd be great. I think, so I think it's been so long without live music that like I'll take anything honestly at this point. <sighs> yeah, I, and we're about to get it. <laughs> so if you're interested in seeing this show weekly, which I know you are, don't put that phone away yet. Uh, we do this weekly, and we talk about. Uh, Music. Two music musicians in a room talking about uh, the greatest artists of all time from at least the past couple centuries. Subjectively. Uh, none of the people in this room are on that list, unfortunately. Yet. Real Brave is a music studio <laughs> that I had nothing to say to that. I don't. <laughs> it's a music studio. We do music lessons and we have an online program that uh, nobody else can even rival Kevin right there's there's no substitution for what we do in practice pad not at all so if you're interested in learning how to play any instrument please go to practice-pad.com um, it's got its own video conferencing um, classrooms in there you can go in there with your instructor live one-on-one -on -one, learn and it's got some apps in there that help you learn and I'm very proud of it it's really cool those Real other brave. guys they got zoom yeah zoom zoom doesn't have everything that practice pad does it's not practice bad, although I wish I had the revenue. Um, every week we're doing this. Next week we should be here. 
with a special guest. I'm still working on that. And uh, that is the show for today. Please like and comment, share this darn thing, and uh, follow us at Real Brave Inc. Go to realbraveaudio.com for anything else. And um, that's all I got for today, my friend. Thanks for joining us on Real Brave Live. Goodbye, everybody.